evening and welcome to another episode of the VFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because Wednesdays are for podcasts and spooky. Happy November. Happy November. It's still spooky. It's still spooky. It got here really quick. I feel like October... I don't know. What was that? Remember, I described it to you. I told Casper that, I don't know about you guys, but October just didn't October for me. October didn't October the way October usually Octobers. I mean, we saw Halloween ends. My, yeah. My husband and I went to a pumpkin patch and, you know, did our, like, traditional thing we do every year. And But, yeah, it did not. I'll tell you two things that did happen that were great is I got to show my husband Hell House and Hell House 2. He had never seen them and he loved them. As he should. He loved them. He really, really did. I was so happy. He's like, there was a third one? I'm like, no. And then <laughs> I was like, seeing your face and how much you love the first two, I am not going to subject you. I'm not going to do that to you because it's not... No. <laughs> no. One of my... That's um, why I'm not going to let him watch The Boy, too. Because remember I told you we saw I The Boy. I still won't We it. saw The Boy in, in the theater. Mm -hmm. Which was amazing. I will not. Because, like, collectively, happen. everybody in the theater, when that motherfucker came crawling out of the wall, we were all like, what the fuck? Like, all exactly. of us. I'm not. So, I told my husband, I was like, you are not watching this. Thing. No. No. <laughs> not after that experience we had in the theater with the first one and how much we love it. You're not. <laughs> like why did you why did you ruin your own movie self-sabotage is a thing people <laughs> what that's all i'm gonna say about that i don't know i don't know the guy but i won't say it is self-sabotage it's a real thing so. one of my facebook groups someone went to the abaddon hotel which i forget what it's actually called i they show it at the end Mm -hmm. They like give it's you the real house, name of the, the name of place. the place, and he took. I I told my husband it said, you know, that's a real. He's like, what? it's a real haunt. Like yeah. that is wild. I want to go so bad. I, can, I would I can't. love to. Oh my god, yes, I will. I will. I'm not it's going in to Pennsylvania. I'm I not going to that basement. But I will. I, good for you. I'll see you on the other side. You're white. <laughs> yep. Noticeably. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not going See, what's really funny is when I watch horror movies, I'm always like, why would you go check out the sound? And then I go to a haunted house, a real one, mind you, a real one. And I'm like, what was that sound? And I start walking towards it. And Becky's like, you're white. Bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> some noises, obviously, I'm not going to walk towards. But, like, some noises, I'm like, I got to know. I got to know. I've probably said this before on the podcast, but anybody that's new... I just trust and believe that if you see a black person running in the op opposite direction, don't ask questions. Just start running with them. I, I promise you it's for a good reason and they will save your life. So this is a public service announcement. <laughs> this is a PSA. <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> you just, you, you see a black person running, you just run. If Why are you running? If they're screaming and running, you just run. I thought about you the other day where there was this TikTok where a girl was asking exchange students at her school what's like the weirdest thing about the United States. And this one kid was like, it's the way you guys pronounce things like Ar Arcan Arkansas should be Arkansas. Why is this Arkansas? Why is this not Arkansas? America, explain. 
I am Confucian. And I was like, you are right. She's 100% correct. Why is it Arkansas, not Arkansas? The other one, this kid, uh, it's washroom, not restroom. That is so weird to every other, every other country but us. It is so weird that we call it a restroom. It is weird that it's it a restroom, no, It makes no sense. Every other country Are goes, we going in there to rest? Exactly. No. That's what they say. Are you going there to go to sleep? I'm like, it rests my, dad, my bladder. My dad experienced that going to the Netherlands and trying to ask where a bathroom or a restroom was. And people are like, a ba- to take a bath? <laughs> like, they, you, I have toilet. Oh, right there. Pee. Yeah. Toilet. If you Urine. say toilet, because actually a lot of these places, that's what they actually call it. They they say toilet, like where is the toilet? But if you, you have to say toilet or washroom. If you say restroom or bathroom in any other country that's not the United States, they're like, what are you talking about? So. Did, you, did you know that rubbers in the UK? Yes. Are erasers? Yes. There's an amazing comic named Mo Amir. I highly suggest everyone check out. And he's actually got a series on Netflix. I'm so happy for him because this guy's fucking hysterical. And he is a, uh, he actually came, oh my God. His story is that the country that he's from is like technically not a country. It's like a weird, oh my God. Some of those Middle Eastern countries, if you guys know the geography, like, anyway, um, like trying to get it, it was just through the story of him trying to get his citizenship. And he went, he lived after they moved out of their country, because it was like war torn near Syria or whatever. And they lived in, he lived in England for a little bit before he moved to the States. So he actually developed almost like a British accent and he was learning like everything the way they say it in England. So like he was, he came to an American school and tried to ask somebody for an eraser and said, do you have a rubber? And people were looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, cause that's a condom here. Like he's like 14, he's like 13, 14 years old asking in the middle of class if someone had a rubber. And you're like, yo, like that's not how we say it over here. <laughs> like that's just, that's wild. That is right. wild. Stuff like that is fucking hilarious. That's, that's hilarious to me. That's how I found that out. Cause I didn't know that. I didn't either until my old boss, who was from England, when she moved here, she asked somebody where the rubbers were. <laughs> You're like, and she, what she's like, maybe in the bathroom? I don't know. He, she's like, he took me over to the condoms. And she's like, I'm like, why am I here? And he's oh like, you asked for the rubbers. God. And she goes, no, no, erasers. In England, we call them rubbers. And he's like... Well, I apologize because rubbers just, here yeah, are condoms. Yeah, so he's sure like, are, I will go so show you where the erasers a are. Thousand percent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Adele because I didn't know what the fuck a pavement. I didn't know why she was chasing pavements till I was like, oh, they call them. That's what they call side That one I actually knew. I did not know that till Adele came out with that song. I did not know that. I was like, well, that's what they call sidewalks. You're like, why are why is she? Why? Why is she chasing concrete? <laughs> is there like a... That's what they call sidewalks. Should I just keep chasing concrete? Now it makes sense. See, now, yeah, like, all that time later, it's like, oh, this song is amazing now. <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking hilarious. So, guys. Language barriers. Just say it. Just, you know. 
Yeah, because our language is weird. <laughs> We're dumb. So, um, you guys, we'll be we we have a ghostly episode for you this evening about Hillview Manor Asylum, another haunted place in Pennsylvania, guys. Another one in Pennsylvania. We've yes. done quite a few so far. It seems like. we haven't even been to Pennsylvania yet. So no, it's we've surprising. driven through, but we've never been to Stop. not counting Centralia. We've technically never been to anywhere haunted yet in Pennsylvania. So. We'll have to do that soon. Um, but before we get into the episode this evening, of course, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. All right, guys. Thank you for everybody that took part in the sale over the weekend. There will be another sale coming up uh, in the next couple weeks because we are in November. Um, so look out for the holiday scents coming in a couple weeks. And uh, the sale that will also happen in a couple weeks. And everything will be on Etsy. Calm your body down. Thank you. And of course, Instagram. Calm your body down. <clears throat> so guys, if you remember, this was the episode that we were going to do a couple weeks ago that got canceled. So now we're bringing it to you. It is still spoopy time. So make wrap up with a... Uh, Fall, a nice fall drink, maybe a hot cider, maybe a pumpkin drink, get wrapped up in a blanket. And Starbucks us... still Starbucks still has their pumpkin spice. I think Duncan might have leftovers, Latte, but I they had one did. This, I had one this morning. They did start their holiday today. Triple espresso because uh, I needed it. <laughs> Sometimes you need it. It was a struggle. <laughs> it really was. See, you guys, they told us that we were going to have our water turned off from 9 to 5 today. Well, I got my ass up earlier than normal so I could get a shower when, in fact, they only had it turned off from 9 to noon. Yay. Yay. Should I just keep chasing concrete? It's amazing. It's like <laughs> when the, hey, we'll be out between 9 and 7 o'clock at night. Um... <laughs> You're like, that's so anytime the entire day. Okay. The only time frame you have. Okay. All right. And they show up at like 9.01 just as you go to the bathroom or just as you're getting ready to head out. They're like, oh, we're here. <laughs> what? They either show up at 9.01 or 6.59. Like, there right? is no in between. There really fucking is no in between. As you've been there all day. And you like either just go to the bathroom or just step out and like, boom, they're there. You're like. Why? <laughs> Any of the time that you could have came. What? what? <laughs> oh my god, so funny. So you want to start? We into are going to the... go over the... So, basically, we try to go over the history and also the actual uh, evidence of haunted uh, activity that have happened in these places. But this is actually going to be split up because there's two separate articles that we found. I couldn't find one cohesively. Uh, Ghost Adventures and um, Portals, to Hell. Portals to Hell have both been there. Casper's going to read more of the uh, paranormal activity part of it. And I'm going to read the history of Hillview Manor. So this article is actually from their website. Um, because they do have historic tours. They do have tours which is awesome. Uh, the It was for a while abandoned, like many of these places. 
what I love is that a lot of these places are still there because by, I think some people think that it's kind of exploitive when these places have like, I've heard that before where people have things like, oh, well, you know, you have these paranormal tours and you have people investigate and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, of course there's some people that are going to be assholes about it. But the thing that I, the reason why I disagree with the exploitive part of it, kind of, I mean, I can, I can totally see that argument, but I think what's really the most important thing that gets lost in a lot of this is that these places, there's so many of these places that get torn down. There used to be a historic psychiatric uh, facility in Cincinnati for years that I would have loved to have tour if it was still there. It was Longview. It was huge. You used to be able to see it off of 75. Now you only see it, which is the major interstate that runs through Ohio, also through this city. And it's gone. Like a lot of these places, if someone doesn't come in and buy them, they're lost to history. They're gone. They're torn down or somebody turns them into really expensive condos, which I think is even weirder. I I feel like that's actually incredibly disrespectful. I feel like that's more disrespectful than people keeping up the history Mm -hmm. of these places and actually allowing people to tour them. But I think what happens, the reason why charging people to do it too, is it keeps these places from not only further damage, because if they're left abandoned and they don't get torn down and people find out about them, they destroy these places. People are assholes. They spray paint everything. They break out windows. They steal things. They It's awful what ends up happening to these places. And these people spent their lives here, died here. There's a lot of history in these places. That is, law, history will repeat itself. So if this is lost to the world, like, I, I think it's better to have somebody come in, have it toured, pay to tour it, and that money goes towards the renovation of these places. Especially these old tuberculosis sanatoriums, a lot of those that... There's a lot that have been lost to history and the few that are still around Waverly Hills more famously is like, these places need to be here. That was a huge part of of world, not only American history, worldwide history that affected millions of, of people. So I don't, I think it's more disrespectful when these places get demolished or vandalized or hell turned into $15,000 fucking high-rise condos. Like, if somebody's willing to actually have people be respectful and tour it and take the time to have people learn the history and be in contact with the spirits that remain there and have every cent of that money not only go to the people that are helping the upkeep, but to actually renovate the place and keep that a part of history. I think that is I think that's actually pretty respectful, in, in my opinion. I, I think it's much more respectful than A, tearing it down, and just like you said, B, turning it into a condo. Yeah, I just, I've never... I will never understand that about that Danvers. Personally. Oh, Let me tell you something fucked up real quick. There is a comedian that my husband and I re- are big fans of that's from Massachusetts that tells a story of how he was like a, basically a juvenile delinquent, mm-hmm. and that going to basically like a halfway house is like the thing that saved him because he was like on his way to being like a full-blown drug addict as a teenager and when he got i forget what he got arrested for originally that led him into this halfway that he actually had to go to jail and then later this halfway house when he was arrested because there was 
where they would place you before they would take you to juvie is Danvers. Whoa. So he was there when he was like 15 when it was still an asylum. Before he was processed into juvie. Did he talk about they it? They took juvenile. Oh, he just mentioned it on Joe Rogan's podcast when he was interviewing. He's got his name is Robert Kelly, by the way, in case anybody's interested. He's got a special out, robertkelly.com. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just a huge fan of the guy's really, really funny. But um, I knew about this story of him going through these troubles as a kid because he's even talked about it in his stand-up. But I never, and I, of course, knew he was from Massachusetts, you know. But when he said Danvers, I mean, my ears went, what? Even my husband looked at me like, and I was like, rewind, <laughs> play. Did he just say what I think he just said? That's crazy. And he told him, he's like, this was an insane asylum. Mm -hmm. And because there was no room to put us at juvie, they took, these are juvenile defenders. He's like 14, 15 years old house them in an asylum that is insane yeah he said danvers i went what the fuck did he did he just say did he just say what i think he just said because i'm like that's not that far no from boston i mean obviously not in the it's city really not, 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 not in the city outside of boston so he would have been close enough that they could mm -hmm. bus you there you know what i mean like it's, it's not really far. not that far yeah that I just wanted to tell you that story because I thought yeah, that was wild. This was in the night, you know, because I, I did not, I, that really kind of messed me up when I thought too that like, yeah, that place was still there active even during that time. And he was like 15 years old. Yeah, that's insane. Ah! <laughs> like, what the fuck? That is insane. But again, not getting paid. RobertKelly.com if you want to see his special. I think he's hilarious, but. I just, uh, yeah, I did not know that was a thing that, you know, because obviously he wasn't the only one. Right. So. Hmm. God, that place is terrifying. The more you know. That place is terrifying. Yeah, anyway. it is. <laughs> Heavy AF. I mean, like, we all felt it. The dog felt it. We felt it. The dog. On. Clearly the dog's owner did not. Not at all. The dog was feeling it. Um. <laughs> So Hillview Manor was known as the Lawrence County home of the aged. So that would have, this would have been in that part of Pennsylvania. Uh, it was also known as a poor house, a poor farm. It housed the county's mentally ill, severely destitute, and elderly residents that didn't have any known family. It was built to replace the aging Newcastle City home and consolidated various small institutions around the county. The facility opened its doors on Tuesday, October 19th, 1926. I love that exact date. Whoa. Um, that that's day, so like, down to, my, to the day. Of that's so close to my grandma's birthday. <laughs> really close. Like, really close. That day, Perry D. Snyder and his wife, Mary A. Snyder, whom were first elected in March of 1913 to serve in respective posts of the Newcastle City Home, took up residence in the Lawrence County home for the age, along with Mr. and Mrs. Snyder, their two children, about 12 staff members, and the first 20 inmates left the old city home and also took up residence in the Lawrence County home. A young boy was among these first 20 inmates, although the home did not generally take children. In June of 1944, county welfare officials and the Snyders, now in their late 70s, were accused of incompetency at the home. During the hearing, the Snyders were retired 
uh, with pensions, but permitted to stay at the home. By late August, the Snyders were given three weeks to vacate. The Snyders' run of over 30 years of service to the community had ended, and Mance, or Mance, M-A-N-T-Z-B, Hogue, the longtime director of the welfare department, took over operations at the home. The home continued to operate for many years and in the latter half of the 1960s was remodeled and slowly changed into a skilled nursing facility while under supervision of director Clarence E. Covert. By 1970, the home was facing severe overcrowding issues and Covert became bitter about lack of county support and resigned in January of 1973. This is not uncommon with a lot of these places. They want somewhere to put these people, but they don't want to give you any money for it. Isn't that interesting? And they always get overcrowded at some point. Always. Well, and especially when this place was basically at first what they would call a poor farm. Like if you were considered, you know, back then what they would call like indigent or you just not even so much mentally ill, you just didn't have anywhere else to go. You were maybe an orphan, you had no family, you were an immigrant, you you know, you just had nowhere else to go. You thought, oh, okay, well, I can live on this beautiful farm and I can also work. So you're basically working where you live. So you're like, I've got room and board and I've got a job. You know, it was kind of an ideal thing back then, but then it kind of all of a sudden they became a place where they would just the the county or the state would just throw anybody in there and it just you know became more than what it should have been and then of course most of them transferred over to uh technically it would still be like a uh they don't really like to use the term retirement home anymore they used to say old folks home even back then but now it's more like you you hear a lot skilled nursing center or long long-term care care long-term facility care is what facility. they ended up changing them i i was a nurse aide and by the time i was a nurse aide that was when most of them were switching over to being called long-term care facilities and not retirement homes anymore or nursing homes anymore um, so December of 1974, the county decided to add a new section, which was which is now known as the North Wing, and remodeled some of the existing floors. A new three-story addition, including an additional basement floor, was built. This would allow the home to accommodate another 30 or more residents. A new kitchen and dining room and other occupational rooms were included in the construction. The North Wing opened in mid-1977, and after a contest to find a more suitable name, for the Lawrence County home of the aged, it was renamed as Hillview Manor on March 22nd of 1977. Hillview Manor closed its doors in 2004 due to financial constraints. Like we said, most of them did. Although it seems to sit quietly at the top of the grassy hill above Route 65, evidence of its history remains active. Okay, I love that it says that. Evidence so this of its in... history remains active. Ow. This is located in Lawrence County, uh, which is in the, a county in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, is where it's located. So <clears throat> that's a little bit of the history of the place and how it got started. So as far as like hauntings, pretty though, much steadily open from like 1926 all the way up until 2004 in various incarnations. So a lot a lot of haunting. I mean, similar to like Indiana State Sanatorium, where it basically went from a tuberculosis sanatorium to a nursing home, and then a, a then basically a asylum for the mentally ill. 
So, you know, you've got, there's a lot of hauntings, a lot of deaths, too, in that time. It's kind of what I like. I like they call it a perfect storm. It's like a perfect oh, big storm time. For, a, for a haunting. Big time. Um, most of the time, from what I have seen on Portals to Hell, um, I saw somebody's personal recording being here. It's a lot of footsteps and knocking mm -hmm. is what a lot of people hear at this place. Footsteps just... Was it that place that someone said it sounded like someone ran up on them? I believe it was where someone like someone someone said it sounded like they ran up on them, and I'm like, well, that happened to me at any estate. Yeah, it sounded like someone ran at me. I'll never forget that moment because you chucked your headphones and you were like, "What is it?" Because I screamed. I don't scream like that. No, you don't. So I think I put the fear of God in Becky. And somebody <laughs> thought it was a bats, and we were like, "No, we're used to bats by now. You wouldn't have." You were you like, "You don't have... scream like that for hell, a bat. no, no." We've We've been there and done that with fucking bats. There's no way. Unless one was about to fly in your face and bite you. Like, Obviously, I would no scream for that. We're scream like that. But I'm like, I don't scream like that. And I know the difference between what a bat's wings sound like as opposed mm -hmm. to actual running footsteps coming right the fuck at me. And what was even scarier like was when the I fact heard it that really... you said they're coming. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> What the spirit was saying through the spirit box section. Sp uh, spirit box session. Session. I couldn't get that fucking word out. Yeah, you made me drop my croissant. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear they're thinking about bringing back mine? Like, for real. Don't. I, it can't. I'll tell you right now why I immediately thought it was a bad idea. Exactly. Because you. you it, it had its moment in time. I know we all miss it. I miss it, especially since I caught it towards the tail end. But you can't. You couldn't bring something like Vine that. Vine was true. Vine ran. Let me try that again. Vine <laughs> walked so TikTok could run. Right. And in all honesty, I hated TikTok when it first came out because I was like, this is not going to be Vine. It's just not the reason TikTok ran was because of the pandemic. When all of the ex viners and all of the millennials took over TikTok. That's when TikTok ran. Yeah. Vine coming back now is not a good idea because TikTok is Vine. And you can do so much more on TikTok than you ever could have done on Vine. And millennials are already using TikTok, especially a lot of the old Viners. I have found a lot of the old Viners on TikTok. Now they're using TikTok as their platform. Why would they go back to Vine? Monetize, yeah. They, like a lot of them. That was another thing that was brought up. The I don't know. I just need the U.S. to acquire TikTok. So I really don't feel comfortable having Chinese spyware on the phone. It is really creepy. And that is, it's not a conspiracy. It is, mm -hmm. it is, that is not a conspiracy. I'm not lying. If you have TikTok on your phone, you have Chinese spyware on your phone. It's, it's true. There's just no way. It is it. actually true. There's just literally no way of getting around that. So just take that however you want to take. Hey, listen, it's on our fucking phones, guys. It's on your I have kids, it. It's on your kids' phones. It's on your nieces and nephews' phones. We can just only hope at some point the U.S acquires it because that's what needs to happen.
Yes. Because I don't care what kind of antiviral virus, whatever, unless you have a fucking, I don't even think with a VPN, you're really that, you're not even protected. So you, you have fucking Chinese spyware on your phone. I mean, let's be real though. Who's smarter, China or America? Do you, was that a serious question? No. Okay. (laughs) No, it was not. That's why I said no. That's why when you were mentioning the whole there's no kind of like antivirus where that's gonna stop. That's why I'm like, I mean, nope. in all reality, who's smarter? Uh, I'm gonna give you a hint. <laughs> okay, okay. It's an uncomfortable topic. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just had to put it out there. But in all reality, everyone has TikTok. Like, it's not a false statement, it's 100% true. Just hope that they never decided to use the one they want to look at. So anyway. Yeah, I don't, work, <laughs> I don't work for the government and I have no money. So hopefully. I'm not, like you really want to take my identity? I am so broke. You have $20 to your name. You I, have fun with it. Literally. Like I I don't know what you. I am not. I'm like I'm not the one. I'm just putting that out there to any scammers and spies and whatever whatever i i have nothing to offer i really have nothing to give nothing you. i have nothing. no information i have <laughs> no money i i have no life i, I have no like i, I can give you the password to my netflix like is that what that's you about, really want that's about all i think is that what you really want it's about literally all I, I can give you my netflix password <laughs> i can give you my hulu password <laughs> That's all I can. I, I That's can, all I have for I you. I don't have anything else. I got my Spotify. I mean, you do mean? you really want to know that I've been listening to Taylor Swift nonstop for the last two weeks? That's the best I can give you right now. We're 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 suffering over here. Okay. I'm like okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why they put spyware in it. Maybe they were we're just their entertainment. You know. I would not be shocked. Same. Anyway, moving on. We're pretty entertaining. We are we are pretty fucking entertaining. <laughs> we have the best jokes. <laughs> we, uh, we have jokes. We have the best jokes. We have all the best jokes. <clears throat> and they're all my jokes. <laughs> I made all the jokes. I my peen every, is small, but my jokes joke, are big. Every joke. I made it. I wrote. I guess you could say I trumped them all. Okay. Okay, we have. We're going way too far. Okay, Okay, so we're talking. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everyone. It was hilarious. It's funny. I'm sorry, but I'm not. It's funny. It's funny. I don't care. (laughs) So, guys, going back to the ghosts of Hillview Manor. Um, so it was formerly known as the Lawrence County Home for the Aged, which we were talking about. Um, <clears throat> hold on. Okay, so known it's known for its countless suicides. Um, the manor has shown to visitors full body apparitions. I said that so weird. Let me start. Th- let me say that again. I said full- shown to visitors. I called <laughs> you guys. I talked to a Matthew today, this and instead of calling him Matt, because you know, most Matthews, you call them Matt, I called him Math. Yeah. Math. All Matthews will now be known as Math. <laughs> Including my brother-in-law. That's the His other, name is, he is that's Math. That's the other public service. 
PSAs, all They're Matthews all are now known Matthews as Matthews are math. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Carrie about your day. Known for its countless suicides, the manor has shown to its visitors full-bodied apparitions, disembodied voices, screams, as well as physical touch, and even sometimes violent pushes. So they actually don't mention Portals to Hell in this article, uh, but I do highly recommend everybody watch that episode. It is episode one of season three, and just about everything they mention in here a lot is there there's a lot of footsteps a lot of knocks a lot that place is very active i would actually really like to visit this place at some point um in newcastle working farms and homes for the elderly were commonplace the people tasked with running the lawrence county home for the aged which were the snyders needed a new facility due to growing numbers of residents hellview was built replacing the newcastle home Within a few days, 20 residents moved into the home. It was initially built to house one to house 110 residents, although it became overcrowded quickly, as we said before. Um, from 1926 to 2004, hundreds of individuals called Hillview Manor their home. Several residents died in the manor from natural causes, but still others decided they were going to end their own lives their way. Reports of hangings were standard, but many of the residents took to the building's roof, jumping to their deaths. That is so frightening to me that that's one of the number one ways that people die there. SA, suicide themselves, you know, is hangings. Like, that just, oh my god. That's mm. just always, to me, just one of the most horrific, like, because it's so brutal. And it's, ugh. ugh. And I just is, think there would have to be so much energy after a suicide like that because it is such a brutal, it's such a brutal And not suicide. to be super morbid, but it's not fast. Ugh, that's what I'm saying. It's so not it, at it's all. Not, it's not. It's not at all. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like those, those entities or spirits, that those particular ones would be the, the oh man. A lot of energy yeah. in, in that. Yeah. Um, so why did so many people want to desperately escape the wall escape its walls and there's even a large percentage of those that died here that are buried in an on-site cemetery with unmarked graves which is very sad um when mentioning hillview manor to paranormal researchers or ghost hunters they usually always recount stories of personal experiences in the facility or stories they have heard from others who have visited it appears if you go to hillview you're almost certain to have some sort of paranormal experience the manor was featured on multiple television shows, including Ghost Hunters, Ghost Lab, Ghost Adventures, and like we mentioned, Portals to Hell. The expertise the Ghost Adventures team had here, I did say that right, and uh, is recounted below. Okay, so when Zach, Nick, and Aaron from Ghost Adventures went to visit the Hillview Manor, they walked away with a considerable amount of ghostly evidence. Zach made multiple claims of physical contact. He stated that someone grabbed his arm, another person tugged his shirt, and made another claim that he felt a hand moving up and down his back. In all of his claims, nobody was close enough to do anything to him. A shadow figure was seen down one of the hallways, according to Nick. The group also recorded roughly a dozen or so easily understood EVPs. Some included saying, get out of this room, I got a question, I'm Jim, and I plan on fixing them. The group also captured an anomaly on a camera that set off motion sensors. Motion sensors was another thing that Portals to Hell got. And I mm -hmm. also believe in a spirit box in a room that they were with one of the other tour guides there. They got a gem. That that name just sounds really familiar. From I believe they I did too. It. 
Now that you're saying that, it's a yeah. vague, very vague memory. Um, others have come to investigate Hillview Manor over the years, telling of their successes and seeing spirits and experiencing unexplained happenings while within the Hillview's walls. It's not uncommon to hear reports of slamming doors, voices, footsteps in the long empty halls. There have also been plenty of stories of scratching in the floors, banging, and pipes rattling, even though there's no HVAC or plumbing to speak of. Objects also move from one room to the next sporadically. Super random and off the wall has nothing to do with anything right now, but I don't think I've ever seen the word sporadically spelled out, and it looks very weird. It's, <laughs> you know, I know I've said it enough times, but then when you actually see it, you're like, what is this word? It looks like the way it's spelled, sporadically, but it just very looks, it looks strange. Uh, one of the most commonly seen spirits people have witnessed is that of a small boy. While children were not generally accepted into the home, there is evidence that a young boy was permitted to stay there when it first opened its doors. I mentioned that, yeah, in the history mm -hmm. episode. People refer to him as Jeffrey, and he is said to look to be about six or seven. There are legends attached to the spirit that say if you see him, you perish soon after. Well, let's not see Jeffrey. In that case. Um, I think the... Oh my god, what is that woman's name? She's the psychic that they brought... This time, when they blindfolded her, when Portals to Hell went, you know who I'm talking about. Michelle? I think that's her name. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's Michelle. Michelle. I think it's Michelle. She said that that is not a child. That that is anybody, anybody that's, that thinks that they're seeing a child in that place is 1000% not a child. So, yeah, it's one of those situations. And, you know, that's always something that you have to be so, because we've, we've both heard this, I don't know how many times, about uh, childlike entities being seen or heard where there's no other reason that a child should be seen or heard entity-wise. That's a demon. Yeah. If you hear a baby crying where there should, where there would be a place where there should not there were no babies there. There no no baby died there. There was no. That's that's demonic. They do because they're going to prey in. on what is going to make you the most vulnerable, and it would be a child's voice or a baby's voice automatically. Yeah, most of the nine times out of ten, it seems to be little girls. <clears throat> um, well, it's 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 going to pull you in even more. Right, you know, it's gonna, it's yeah, yeah, it's gonna, even if you're not a parent, it's gonna, you know, it, it you're gonna be more em empathetic to, you're like, oh, this child, child. Yeah, and the this demon's like, kid, I'm gonna, right, I got you, got you, bitch. So, another specter that walks the halls of Hillview is that of an older man. He's usually seen in the boiler room, is it Freddy? I hope not. And hates when people enter his space, is it Freddy? It's this sounds, it sounds like <laughs> Freddy. He's known to speak on EVPs, asking anyone who trespasses to leave immediately. A woman named, I genuinely almost said a woman named Virgin Mary. I, was, I read Mary Virgin. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, what? Mary Virginia. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Is also still seen, felt, and heard at Hillview. She once occupied room 105 and visitors to her room report her presence hanging in the room heavily. I don't, I think you could have used different wording for that yeah um paranormal researchers felt heavily in the room like that was just such a weird sentence 
Uh, paranormal researchers have left her a few small dolls and other items as offerings to her spirit. EVPs are easily acquired at the manor. It's common. We need to remember that when we go um, to do a lot more EVP sessions since yeah. apparently you capture a lot more there. It's common for even the most novice of paranormal investigators to gather two evidence of to gather evidence of spirits conversing. Two brothers reportedly visited Hillview because their grandmother used to live there. An EVP was captured with a woman using a family nickname that no one else would have known. Another relative stated that her grandmother used to play the piano every day at the facility. Now a spirit can be heard tickling ivories. <laughs> now a spirit can be heard playing piano late into the evening. Even former employees of the Hillview Manor have had their own experiences to share. One on, ha on haunted rooms, some of those accounts are given. One woman who worked as a nurse had numerous experiences while working. One occasion, while walking from the east wing to the west wing, she claimed a very cold and cloudy form passed through her. It didn't frighten her, only gave her an incredible chill. On other occasions, when on the second floor near the break room, it would not be uncommon for her to see what appeared to be someone walking down the hall, but upon checking things out, nobody was ever there. If all of this isn't enough to convince you of Hillview's paranormal reputation, perhaps some first-hand accounts from a small group of paranormal investigators from Ohio will convince you. It was us, you guys. It was us. I'm just kidding. It wasn't. Since. Just in case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> uh, known as Lakeview Paranormal, Philly Ghost conducted an interview. Philly Ghost is this article. Uh, conducted an interview with a few of their members. The group spent less than 24 hours within the walls, and each of them came out with an experience to share. When we asked investigator Liz what she experienced at the manor, her most notable experience occurred in the men's cafeteria. She could sense extreme tension in the room, as well as noticeable temperature fluctuations. Senior investigators John and Greg felt followed all throughout Hillview as if they were being watched or kept in line. Greg also smelled perfume and cigar smoke emanating from the rooms located on the third floor. Changes in air pressure and movement were common, and differences in the atmosphere were constantly changing. Some investigators even experienced their ears popping while standing still in the same area. Ooh, that would drive me. That would be wild. Wall. I hate that feeling. So that I would drive me so crazy. Literally, I had to just swallow to pop my ears. Yeah, it like made me my like, ears. No. Like, no, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like it. I just yeah. hate that feeling anyway. Of when just, that happens. Oh yeah, I hate that. But it seems like. It was kind of like reading about Indiana State Sanatorium and, you know, watching the the ghost stuff with it. It really seems like this place is hopping. Like, really, really active. So, I definitely would love to go visit there. So, there was another article that I happened to find specifically in regarding to Portals to Hell visit uh, from a local Newcastle newspaper out of Pennsylvania. Um... One of the other things that I remembered uh, them, this was actually video from people that had gone there to investigate that they showed Jack and Katrina of a shadow figure called the Creeper that will actually creep across the floor. And they caught video of it creeping across the floor from down a stairwell. It freaked me out. That was on Portal to Hell? Yeah. Yeah, it was on that I episode. I feel like I remember it vaguely. It was towards the beginning when they were talking to people that had... It was one of the tour guides and then it was a lady that showed them the video. Yes. 
and it was like a banister at the bottom of the steps Mm -hmm. and there was a shadow right there across the floor um i do remember that now yes and i don't i don't think jack or katrina ever saw the creeper um but definitely a lot of knocks and a lot of footsteps when Katrina was down. And I think that was the main, I think that was that main hallway that I, let me go back to that article. It was the one that they actually added on. I think that was the one that Katrina was in by herself that they, the North wing, the North wing. Mm. the one that was remodeled in 1974 that new section the north wing that was the one that they were down that was the most that was the most heavy with activity was that specific wing of the of the asylum itself which is wild i mean just in that not only pretty much all over but mainly in that one specific area there's so much going on Mm -hmm. especially a lot of the like when you're able when an entity manifests itself in such a way that you're actually getting those type of sounds because it it's it it in my opinion even though you're not physically seeing it it's like a physical that that does take a physicality it is a physical manifestation to be able to move something enough to wear or movement in and of itself that you're actually hearing physical footsteps or mm-hmm. something being or a rock being thrown or something knocking on a door or knocking on a wall or moving something that's causing it to make a knocking sound against the floor or against the wall the amount of energy it would take to do that is just is wild to me it's wild to think about the fact that it's Something you can't see, too. Like, when you really sit down and think about a ghost or a spirit, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, when you're, like, it it can it can interact with us. It can interact with material things. Like, the science behind that stuff is fucking fascinating to you me. You know, and I don't think it's all that... I don't think it's all that much out of the realm of possibility if you believe you know you you think of humans and we all essentially have a central nervous system and you think that you know that in of itself is energy i mean it's you know similar to like electricity like we're you know your 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 brain is firing off information down to the rest of your body that's a lot of energy we're made up of energy you're made up we're made up of matter we're made up of neutrons and electrons and protons like that's that's part of all of the energy that's around us so you have to think if you believe that after you know just the heart itself stops beating and the brain stops working that energy doesn't stop. That energy has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I've always looked at it more that way. If you're trying to think of more of a scientific explanation behind it, I feel like I've always looked at it more of that way. If you think in this, if you think in the grand scheme of what 
are the energies that our bodies actually put off. Mm -hmm. That if you really think about it, that just in the matter of a heart stopping, that energy doesn't necessarily which, stop. Which helps definitely explain like residual hauntings because of how energy is can be so strong during a thing, during something happening, that it can actually continue to keep happening in a loop. Which is insane. Right. And again, it's another one of those things, too, that, you know, it's, it, again, and I've always said, if people don't necessarily want to believe in ghosts or believe in things like that, okay, fine. But, I mean, to have things happen that cannot be explained, you got to at least give me that. You got to at least give me that. If it's never, and I also believe that people have to leave themselves open to things as well yep i think there's a lot of people for better for worse for whatever reason their brains just shut that part of themselves off to not being open mm -hmm. to even receiving it and like i've always said too go back to the movie beetlejuice spirits for humans once and if they're not feeling your energy as a live person, yeah, they're not going to come around you. Why would I come around? Why as a live person would I come around another alive person that's got bad energy? If I'm dead and you're alive and you got bad energy, I'm not going to be around you either. So like, <laughs> what? Exactly. That makes a whole hell of a lot of fucking sense. When we go to these places where yep. you and I will have a million things happen, and then you got people over here with funky-ass energy and funky-ass out, we didn't have nothing happen. Well, that's because they don't want to be around you, negative And ass. how many times we've had things happening to us when other people will come into the same area and whatever's interacting with us is gone. They're like, oh, no, we got to get out of here. We're like, what? And then we see, we're like, oh, God damn. And I'm like, well, I fucking get it because I don't want to be around them either. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because when me and you I are I don't want to be around you as a living person. <laughs> when me and you are open, our, when we open ourselves to the spirits, we're so open to people around right. us that when we feel that energy, we don't want it either. Absolutely not. That's why Waverly was rough. Because the people that we were with were... Kind of dickheads, in all honesty. Well, and if but. anybody's following that story, there's some, there's all kinds of stuff going on with Waverly Hills. So I just pray that all of that gets settled because that area, again, like we said, these places deserve the respect. These places deserve to be there, to have that history known, to have that history respected. And all of the spirits there, they were people once. They need that respect. They all need that respect. So a um, couple of other quick things. One other quick thing. Uh, Eli Roth. This is like totally not a plug. But <laughs> Eli Roth has a bunch of stuff that's been on Discovery Plus lately. And uh, he just, he's killing it. So I don't know. I just wanted to shout out to Eli Roth. Because he just did a really good interview with one of my favorite comics that I didn't even know. She just has the most random people as her friends. I'm like, oh, you went to school? Like, you and, um, remember I told you, what's her name? Mike Flanagan's wife. My brain. Thank you. My brain. <laughs> malfunctioned. Yes. Um, 
her and Kate Siegel went to high school together. And I'm like, do you just know everybody? Like, how does that happen? And that podcast was incredible. And uh, is Whitney coming? In case anybody knows, she's amazing. Uh, and then her and Eli Roth are like best friends. And she had him on. And I did not realize he was such a big shark conservationist. There was like an hour of that podcast that made me feel awful. I thought, I was like, oh, he's going to talk about horror. This is going to be fun. And no, he went into like, um, we're killing the earth. Uh, people are terrible. Um, sharks are amazing. And if you kill sharks, you're going to destroy our oceans and our planet. That was like an hour and 15 minutes at the beginning of this podcast. And I felt like the worst and you're like, we are actually dirty. I'm too much of an empath to handle stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. I have to tell myself, I have to tell my brain, I'm sure I'm probably going to talk about this in therapy tomorrow. I have to tell my brain <laughs> that, like, you can't save the world. You are not a millionaire. You can't, don't feel bad because you can't do anything. That it's the worst. Listening to stuff like that is the worst possible thing about being an empath. Yes. Because you want to do everything, everything and you can't do anything. Exactly. And I just had to keep telling myself that, like, it's okay. You're okay. It's okay. You can't save the sharks. It's okay. <laughs> like, God. You know, you could if you just threw yourself at one. I, yeah. We'll go together. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it. Thelma and Louise just... Fucking, you just jump into the ocean. That's, that's how we're. That's how it's going. Out. That's how. Yep. Instead it of really driving is. a car over you a know, cliff. And really, movies don't fucking help. Like it doesn't fucking help. Like we've just been bred to believe that they're so. And you know, you're more. Do you know the statistics? You are more likely to be shot in the face by a toddler than to be killed by a shark. I'm not surprised. You are more likely. Because I read you're more. Likely you're more to likely die to have. Accident. You're more likely to have a vending machine. Fall on you and kill you. That would be how I go. Because I'm trying to shake. There's them. only 11 shark attacks a year. That's attacks. Not that Death. they kill you. That's where they just go, oh, ooh, you're not a seal. I'm sorry. And they swim away. <laughs> um, and they're, you know, they're brutal. They're awful. It's terrible. They've got like 9,000 rows of teeth and they're really sharp. Like, it's going to be awful. But like, we have exploited the fuck out of what shark. I mean, that just made, it made me feel... He's just like, oh my god, you can pet him like dogs. And there's this one where they took a hook out of its mouth and it just comes back and visits these people. I'm like, ah, you've got to stop talking about this. Like, it just, it was it was beautiful and it was amazing, but it was also, like, made me feel terrible. And I was like, can we just fucking talk about horror, please? Can you talk about people getting their throats slit or, like, cabin fever? Like, or can we, can we talk about anything? To stop talking about real horror. And get into the movies, please, because you're you're talking too much about reality, and I'm not here for that. I'm trying to escape that right now. I so if you, you could to talk about people being possessed and throats being slit, I need you to talk about horror stuff, please. <laughs> the keys. That's what you said. like just now. Please. Listen, keys. I love that movie so much, and I can't handle it when she does that now because I'm just like. I can't handle it anymore. I'm laughing. My fucking ass off. This is not. This is not supposed to be funny. And this is hilarious right now. Like, this is not supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious. I feel like she's gearing up. She's like. It's just. Yeah. Like. God. So when you're an empath, it's just not. 
That was just not what I was expecting. Because I'm like, oh, this is Eli Roth. This is going to be great. It's a Halloween episode. He's going to talk about spooky stuff. No. And what's really funny no. about being an empath is He did, like, the last 30. It's how you feel about things like that. Like, how we do. But right. we can watch movies like Saw and not feel anything for anybody. That is what a being an empath is about. percent. I don't feel nothing for this guy literally being tortured to death. But t- talk about the fucking sharks and I'm fucking crying. Yeah, like, I can't <laughs> handle it. Oh, God. Well, just empaths and animals. That's, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's like, like something, you know, something happens to an animal. You're just like, well, and Whitney Cummings is big into animal conservation, too. She, Mm -hmm. she works undercover where she doesn't even mention a lot of these places because she's like, I don't even want my name out. I just want to protect these animals. She's a big, she's big into all of that. So... That's that's where you hit an empath the most is animals. What do we always do in horror movies? I swear to fucking God, if they kill that goddamn dog, I'm going to tell you right now, you can kill everybody else in this whole motherfucking Don't movie. Care. But if that fucking dog dies, I'm done. I will never watch this movie again. I will boycott the studios. I will send an angry Instagram DM to the main actor of the movie. I will, and the director, and ev- I will... Why do we... We do this. Every horror fan, please tell me we do this in movies. We really do this. I just thought of an amazing idea for a horror movie. Kill everybody in the dog lives? <laughs> yes, but also wait. <laughs> so it's like And found, you have to make the dog a golden retriever. It's it's like <laughs> it's like a found footage it's like a found footage like paranormal activity style, right? Like two. Where the, the cameras are in the house. Oh, a thousand percent, yes. They think paranormal activity is going on in their house. But it's really a demon possessing a dog. I'm loving this. Hear me out. The demon possesses the dog. So it's kind of like a Cujo type deal. I understand that's kind of already been done. It's kind of like a Cujo, but Cujo wasn't a demon. He was just a piece of shit. <laughs> it was rabies. Maybe? It was rabies, I think. Um, it's been a long time. I honestly, I never read the book. Rabies. I never read the book, and it's been a long time since I saw the movie. Shout out to Dean Wallace. I'm going to be meeting you next. But like, you so. have a de- you have like a demon that possesses this dog. This dog kills everyone, and then the demon leaves the dog, and the dog walks away from this incredibly gory, bloody scene. Just walks away, and that's the last shot of the film. Is okay, the dog just walking that. away? And it has to be a golden retriever. Yes. Yeah. Because it has to be the well, dog statistically, feels safe around. Statistically, people love golden retrievers. I mean, because they are. And they look like lesbians. They're amazing dogs. And I have golden retriever energy. <laughs> Ask my husband. I have Fucking same. I have golden retriever. My girlfriend literally tells her mom to get her a mask golden retriever lesbian. He has it. I have. He comes home and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you. Let me tell you what I did today. So good. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. Let me just sit down for a minute. And I'll, okay. Okay, I'm so glad you're excited. But I'm really tired. Let me just sit down. And see, that's where we are the same person. Oh, I she am. She will call me on her way home so from work. golden retriever. And I'm like, hi, baby. How is you? Hey, let me see you. And she's like, she's okay. so calm. And she's okay. like, it was good. I'm like, what happened? I wiggle too, so I definitely have golden retriever. Sometimes yeah. I pant. I'm like, I pant and I wiggle, so I have full on golden retriever energy. It's listen, we're the same person. Shout out to all the wives and the girlfriends that have golden retriever energy because it is a real fucking thing. 
We really are. It is a real thing. And God bless the partners and the girlfriends and the wives and the husbands out there that love us. Because <laughs> we know we're a lot. Mm-hmm. So thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Thank you. I appreciate my girlfriend so much. I was actually telling her that yesterday. I'm like, you really put up with my shit. She's like, you really don't have that much shit. I'm like, oh, you wait. <laughs> We're going to be living together next year. You just wait. I'm like, no, she has seen a lot of my shit, though. So. Oh, listen. I'm I'm almost 15 years deep, guys. So, listen. I But we're oh my god i want a million years more so that's when you know it's i'm like i oh, can't I wait just a million million years i more. already know the way i fold towels bothers her <laughs> she's like that's not how you fold a towel but this is what i do i'm like tell me how you do it and i will fold them I'm that tell you way right because she straight up said it to is... me she goes i'll just do the laundry and i was like Oh, no, 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 mm -hmm. no, no. If it's something that bothers you that much, you show me how you do it and I'll do it that way. I, so you're not doing the laundry all the time because that's not okay. I had to show him. I don't mind if he washes my clothes, but I had to show him how he was putting the hangers on wrong. And when I, I, feel and, like when I explain, <laughs> and when I explained to him... It, but it was such a simple thing because I was like, I know you think you are, but the problem is the way the closet faces, everything is going to be hanging backwards. And he was like, oh, I was like, okay. So you just flip the... Very simple. Guys, small battles. You know, you, just, really it. you knock it out because of the here's the first, thing. go. Well, because here's the thing. Because if you don't say anything and you sit there and let it stew, it's yep. going to turn into a giant fight over yep, a over really nothing. dumb thing. So you just get it out there in the beginning, it's done, and then you're done. And I told her, I was like, listen, pick your battles. For the God's towels, sake, pick your battles. I don't care how they're folded. If it's I had something that, that bothers you, tell me how you do it. I had she was extremely... watching me fold my underwear and she was about to have a conniption fit. She's like, we can't. She's like, I'm gonna she's like, what we're gonna do is once we move in together, we're gonna do laundry and I'm gonna show you how to fold things. Oh, I stopped caring. I stopped caring about my underwear. It was the towel thing. I have a very OCD thing about the towel. I think so. She I does totally too, understand yeah. what she's saying. Like I have a so he learned like I I color coordinate the washcloths. Listen, I I actually do that. Listen, I because I know I have these fixations, like discovering later on in life when you have like ADHD and you you have these these things and you realize like why you do that and why if that's messed up it's like like it's not a you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's to anybody else it's like what's the problem? And you're like for me it's not how it's folded, it's the color coded. That's it. For her, it's how it's folded. Yeah, I don't care. But about she doesn't the care about the colors. Yeah, I'm it's like the color. I can't not, have yeah, no. a black and a white towel. No, I they can't. have to both be no. black or both be yeah, white. I or you. both be blue. Okay. So there's so many or people when I to this fold where they're them, like, "Thank you," because or when I fold them and I because I have blue, white striped, pink, and light like I have light blue and dark blue, um, washcloths. They are together yeah lights are together like neutral then dark blues 
then pinks on top of the white stripes. If it's not like that, I, it's almost like I know. It's almost Shout like out I to have all to... of us late stage women that were diagnosed ADHD like late stage, and now we've all put together like why these things are happening. And now you're like, okay, this is perfectly fine. Because it's not everything, it's only certain things. If the volume is not an even like, number, I will die. Oh, stop. Listen. Unless it's a dip oh, I... five. If it's if it's a five, it's fine. But it cannot be a one, a three, a seven, or a nine. I swear to God, it just it no. My cart. My cart. It has to be an even. Anything. Has the volume to be has even. to be set to an even. It has to be. The TV, the car. If it ends in a one, three, seven, or nine, I yep, can't handle prime it. Prime numbers. And you know what fucking sucks it. about it? Is when the volume you need mm -hmm. is one of those numbers. <laughs> because the one above it's too high and the one below it's too low. And I'm like, what do I do now? <laughs> like my car's radio volume only goes up to, I think, 33 and it bothers the fuck out of me. I'm like, why? Why, why is that your highest? Why number? is it Jesus's why number is where it... he died? Like, why is it? The... Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> now I'm gonna be... <laughs> why you gotta bring Jesus into the? Because of religious trauma, <laughs> where we brought Jesus into everything. <laughs> Listen, we love Jesus up in here. There's no. Oh yeah, we do. I just thought that he's was got a great sense because now well. I'm like, why you gotta? Like, why are you bringing just we're talking about our our literal like ocd things and you're over here like well jesus died at the age of 30. so i have a really funny story to end this on and i hope you guys enjoyed everything that we talked about of hillview manor and that wasn't about hillview manor because this does pertain to jesus so <laughs> when i was a little kid because my my dad's family was raised church of christ and my grandfather was i guess what you would basically call like a deacon at the church and he had it was grape juice was the communal was mm -hmm. the blood we of also was did. the blood of christ mm -hmm. and the grape juice was always at my grandpa's house now i fucking love grape juice i still love grape juice to this day love same grape juice and welch's love it and it has to be 100 percent concord like with the little tart at the end i fucking it has gotta to have like, the tart it has to be the tart and it has to be 100 percent concord grape juice so anyway I would sneak sips of, I would call it Jesus's grape juice. I was a little kid, so leave me alone. And, but I would, because I loved grape juice so much and there would be nothing else in the fridge that I liked. Listen, we've all been to our grandparents' house. Like sometimes there's good shit and other times there's like not. And there was like not. I just, and I just really wanted this fucking grape juice, but I just, but I would only take like a little sip of it because my grandpa would literally measure it. So he knew if you were drinking out of the communal grape juice. Well, I mean, I get that. I so, get it. Like, I get it. Like, you're not supposed to. So just go buy more. I literally just told my husband this. So I would, after every time I would take a sip, first of all, I would make sure nobody was looking. Because I definitely want my grandpa to be mad. But I would take a sip, but I knew Jesus was watching me. So like... I would do the sign of the cross after every time I would do it, and I would say, sorry, Jesus. I really love you, Jesus. Because I was taking a sip of Jesus' grape 
fucking funny, dude. You over here doing... So I just thought I would share that with everybody. I hope you all appreciate that. It's about the extent of my religious trauma is feeling really bad that I was taking sips of Jesus' grape juice and I really didn't want him to be mad at me. That is really fucking hilarious. <laughs> really? Like... I would really, like, I really did die. I'm over here thinking about my religious trauma and how absolutely, like, horrifying it is and you're like... Mine was sweet. I was like, mine was actually, it's not really, it's not really trauma. It's just, I just really didn't want Jesus to be mad at me. And now I look back, now I look back, boy, I did so far worse after that than just, if he can forgive me for that, I hope he can find it in his heart to forgive me for everything else. Because I did way worse. You're like, well... Here we are again, Jesus. It got a little worse than the grape juice. Hey, look, I kept my agreement with my dad. I never went to jail and I never got pregnant. So, you know, I kept my end of the bargain with dad. So I hope Jesus has the same credentials. Like, can we just, or has the same standards? I hope Jesus has the same standards. My dad goes like, okay, dad said, don't do this. Don't do this. All right, you're good. You obeyed your parents. That's what I said. He did. He did. And I did. Thank you. I did not. I am in there. I did not. But it's okay. <laughs> I obeyed those two things. I obeyed some most Never been of arrested, no kid. Said. So there you go. I mean, I was out being gay and stuff, so I mean me too, but I never got arrested and I never <laughs> I mean, I don't well, think you could have gotten pregnant during those times. Right. But Right. <laughs> the gay stuff, no pregnant. No pregante. Can we get no pregante. But <laughs> I didn't get arrested. So Yay. I didn't get arrested either. And I didn't Yay! get pregnant. Because my mom was like, don't have boys in your room. And I was like, oh. no problem. <laughs> That's fine. Oh no! Listen, the same thing happened to me. Like boy, like door wide open, girl door closed, girlfriend. They didn't know that. My bed always made noise. Anyway, so thank God mine didn't because it was right above my dad's room. That yeah, so was mine. Oh no! <laughs> Shout out to everybody whose room was right above your parents or right below your parents. I don't know which is worse. Nothing, in all honesty, I'll be 100%, nothing ever happened in my room in that bed anyway. But if it would have, they would have known because it was like... No, mine didn't. Thank God. Thank God. That's all I'm going to say. We have been all... My dad doesn't know how to listen to podcasts, so it's okay. We have been all over the fucking place with this podcast. It's Taylor Swift. It's It's... Child, it's childhood it's Taylor trauma. Swift. It's fucking girls it's in your bed trauma. as a kid. It's Jesus' grape juice. It's <laughs> which it's technically was his blood. So I don't know why I was apologize. Holiest. I should have apologized for drinking his blood, and that would have really been. That was a weird concept to me as a kid. I was like the same. It's what? a weird concept to me now. It's still a weird. It's it's weird. It's all weird. It's and you don't believe in vampires. It's all weird. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you guys, hey, Marlies, have you seen the? Uh, have you seen the t 
TikTok of they released it and re-released it in theaters. And there's a whole bunch of people watching. Like, it's the first Can we please do that? Like, why aren't we doing that here? Because I would sit through all five of them. I could not drink anything the entire day because I would want to pee myself. I would want to pee myself. Because it would not only be what's on screen, it would be the, it would be the whole audience reactions. I would want, I, I would have to, I would, I, li- no liquids the entire day before I go see it. Because I would pee my fucking pants. I would love to do that. Oh my That'd God, so I would laugh fun. so fucking, just from the TikTok. Because <laughs> when he said that, the skin, everybody's like, huh? like people were reciting it and then busting out laughing. And like, this is like Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is like. Twilight has become that. It's like a whole generation's Rocky Horror Picture Show. It really, listen, that's what they need to do for Twilight now. It needs to become Rocky Horror Picture Show. They need to do like annual showings where people can like throw things at the screen and like it needs to be a whole, people dress up. It needs to be a whole thing. It real. I'm. I'm it's heading that, that direction. I'm putting I that feel. out in the universe because we need to make that happen. It's heading that direction. I feel good. I am putting that good energy out to please. The universe, so yeah, my dudes. I hope you. We hope you've enjoyed this. this when episode. we're all over the place, it's you fine. guys seem to love those the most. So yes. you're welcome. You're welcome. But we hope you got a little bit about Hill Hillby Manor. Please, I. I have not watched the Ghost Adventures one yet, but everybody, please watch that Portals to Hell. It was so mm-hmm. good. And if you guys want to visit, I just looked it up, and for a six-hour overnight tour, it is only eighty dollars. So we that need to look into that. Is that is cheap not as fuck bad at all? Um, and then if you you can do <clears throat> six really hours, good, four actually. hours, and two hours, and it goes from eighty to sixty to forty, I think, or something, or eighty, seventy, sixty is what it does. Um, which is absolutely insane to me. Um. So, you guys, next week is going to be a surprise. Uh, we have some things in the works going on right now. So, we definitely want to remind me to talk to you after the podcast about something to do with that. Um, we want to, we're kind of waiting to see what happens at the moment. So, next week is going to be a surprise. Uh, very excited to see what goes on. Uh, we've got some things, like I said, in the works. So, you guys will just have to tune in and see what it's all about next week. Yep. All right, my dudes. But other than that, of course, you know, we have the socials, um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at DFWTO Podcast, handle DFWTO8811. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, email us at DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. Also, please subscribe and follow us on Podbean. I almost said Spodbean. Okay. Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Podcast. You'll know when we always put out new episodes. And please give us a rate and a subscribe um, and a comment and all of those fun things. Also, make sure to check out the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on the link tree. Make sure to check out our merch. Um, Wednesday comes out this month. Go get a Wednesdays are for podcast shirt. It will go perfectly with the theme. I believe that's coming out in a few weeks. Is there anything else? I think we got it. <clears throat> I can't wait. I'm excited. Yes. There's actually a lot of really great stuff pertaining to horror coming out before the mm-hmm. end of the year. So, Also, if you guys haven't Very seen excited. Terrifier 2, it is officially on Screenbox now. Screenbox is basically Shudder. I think it's $2 a month less. I believe you can get a free trial if you want to go watch Terrifier 2. Um, this I, is so badass. And I'm loving the, the marketing to me is so old school. Mm-hmm. 
I I I just the I love the bags. idea the vomit bags the fucking vomit uh-huh. bags like I'm loving that is such an old school oh my god a movie's so awful it makes you vomit and pass out like that's so old school that's like that's like old 1960s shit like people would get excited to go see these B movies because it's like oh it's gonna scare you like old haunting of Hill they would have a fake skeleton come across you know down the theater to scare like that is just so cool to me that it's that it's taken on that type of cult following and shout out to David Howard Thornton you 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 guys and Damien you guys deserve all of this you guys deserve every bit of this we cannot wait we can't wait to see it so and if you guys have seen Terrifier 2 and you'd like to meet literally the entire cast plus the director go to Horror Hound next year they're doing an entire Terrifier 2 reunion So, guys, I believe that's everything. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, I believe that's all. And remember, don't, don't fuck with the original. Okay, bye. Bye.